Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Two Average Brown Bros podcast. I'm your host, Brashank. And I'm your host, Andreas. Wait a minute. You're not Andreas. Who are you? Uh, you should know who I am. That's right, folks. So Andreas has been super busy. As you all know, he's um, in the middle of his master's and he has so much going on right now and he's writing a couple of exams. So shout out to Andreas, you know, for powering through that. But today on the podcast, I have a guest who's going to hopefully sub in perfectly for Andreas. Um, you have heard her voice in the past before on our podcast. It's none other than Agrima Kodel. Hi, guys. So today is uh, Monday, December 6, 2021. Agrima, what's happening? Um, nothing much. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, so, you know, like I said, as I introduced Agrima, Andres has been super busy. Um, we want to give him a big shout out for powering through his master's. You know, his courses, they're really hard hitting, heavy sometimes. Um, but you know what? He's a champ for taking it on. But lots to talk about this week. So, Agrima, what did you learn this past week? Um, I learned that um, elephants can't jump. What? You know, elephants are like my favorite animals. Yes, they're my favorite animals too. Yeah, so elephants, you know, like one of the things that I've heard about in the past about them is that they're scared of small things. So I don't know if this is true or not, but they did an experiment where an elephant was walking across and then, you know, they put objects in the way and they weren't really scared. But then they put like a small mouse in front of the elephant and it got super scared and it, scared and oh. it went around. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, they're probably scared. Um. They're going to hurt the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, elephants are just so majestic and awesome, you know, like they're definitely one of my favorite animals. They're so mm -hmm. majestic and and even riding elephants. I don't know. I know Guma, you from Nepal. So have you ridden elephants before? No, I haven't. But I heard that it hurt them. I don't want to. Okay, yeah. Maybe like I know like some of the elephant sanctuaries in Nepal are pretty like, you know, they take care of the elephants, but I know riding is one of those controversial things that people are like whether mm -hmm. you should or not, but I have ridden on elephants before. Um, but the handlers were really like, you know, patient and careful Aww. with them. So I, I really enjoyed them. Um as for me for this week, what I learned was so you know, I recently came back from the US from visiting you. Um and my layover was in Montreal, and I hadn't for I had forgotten. I know I talked to Andres about you know Montreal because he lives there now and Quebec all the time, but it is so French. Like half the time, first of all, the Montreal airport is unnecessarily confusing. But even with that, like you know, half the people didn't even speak English, so like I was trying to like find my way, find like food, but it was just a struggle because you know some of them didn't speak English, even though it's a bilingual you know place as most of Canada, but, you know, Quebec is more catered toward the French, Frenchies, that it was a struggle at times, but, and it was maybe because, you know, I was still a little bit sick, had a headache, and it was super late, and they helped that my flight kept getting delayed, 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 but I had totally forgotten about that, even though, like I said, you know, Andres and I talk about it all the time, but it was always good to be back. I think I'll go back again to visit Andres once he's on exams, once, you know, the snow finally settles in because it has been snowing here quite a lot <laughs> it's really nice here still i know i'm so cold, jealous 
Um, we're actually we're actually expecting snow on Wednesday, so that'll be interesting. I don't think it'll be a lot of snow. I don't even think it'll stick, but I'm not excited about it snowing on Wednesday. You know, for me, I don't mind the snow itself. It's a super freezing cold winter that comes with the snow that I don't really like. Yeah, and I think um, for you guys, once it snows, the snow's on the ground until the spring, right? Yep, pretty much, yeah. So as I look out the window right now, it's snowing quite heavily, and they're like big snowflakes too, so this snow is going to stick around for a bit. Yeah, that's that's one thing that was new to me when I visited you last um, December. Um, I just didn't even know how to walk on the sidewalk. because they were always covered in snow and I was so scared I was going to fall because um, here you know it, it'll, it'll snow and um, if it's super cold outside that snow will be um, on the roads and on the you know we'll, we'll see it for maybe a few days and then the sun will come out and it'll all melt and so we're not used to having snow on the ground all the time. Exactly. Um, you know, I'm not looking for too snow, but it has to happen sooner or later. It can't we don't live in like you know Nepal, Mexico, where it's doesn't really snow too much, but that's fine. Anyway, so with this week's episode, you know, with Andreas not really, he's focusing on his studies hard. With and Agrima with me here, we're gonna be talking about long distance relationships because. We figured that's a perfect topic, perfect chance for me and Agrima to, you know, just talk about our experiences because, you know, we've been together for almost two years now. And sometimes, you know, it is very hard, but I think we managed to make it work really well. So, you know, let's break it down, Agrima. Yeah, let's do it. So first thoughts on long distance relationships, Agrima. I know like we've been together for almost two years now. What, are, what were your initial thoughts when I first asked you out from being so far away? Um, I would say that um, when we first started talking, I was really against long distance relationships. Um, and it's not because I've ever been in one. It's just because, you know, I've, I've heard other people tell me that they just don't work out. And so um, I knew you were far away and I knew I liked you, but I don't know, some, a part of me just, didn't think it was going to work out because we couldn't see each other all the time. So initially I was pretty against it. What about you? Yeah, so like when I first started talking to you, I knew I really liked you and um, I knew I had to take a chance. So I asked you out knowing that it was going to be a long distance. And, you know, even almost two years later, it still is. Obviously, the distance has closed over the year, but over the years and coming into that, I knew long distance relationships were really hard because I hadn't been in one in the past. And it sucks because you want to do stuff physically, like, you know, go on dates or travel together or like be there for, you know, celebration times, um, sad times, you know, just through the ups and downs of life. So knowing fully all that, even with that, I knew, you know, I really liked you. So I took a chance and I asked you out. And when you said, you know, when you first said no, I kind of made sense because I'm like, obviously, you know, distance isn't for everyone. And it does take it does take a lot of effort. Yeah, and I think um, I also really wanted to meet you, you know, before I um, made things official because I guess I'm just a very paranoid person. I listen to a lot of murder podcasts. <laughs> and so 
I wasn't sure if you were catfishing me or, you know, just, um, you can't, it's usually hard to tell like how, how a person is and who a person is if you've only really met them um, online. And so a part of me um, was a little wary about all of that. Uh, and then a bigger part of me really liked you. So I was very confused in the beginning. Absolutely. And that makes sense. You know, even from like the girl's perspective, like you don't want to just say yes to a person that you've never met before. And even like, you know, from the guy's perspective, if a girl asked a guy out and, you know, he, he's not just going to say yes, makes total sense. And then so then we started talking, you know, we started FaceTiming a little bit more. Um, and obviously we clicked and that's when we started making plans to actually meet up. And our mm -hmm. first, you know, trip to meet each other it's coming up on the day almost, you know, you you know it's almost three weeks from now um we met our first trip down to new york well up to new york for you but we both mm -hmm. went the trek to new york and we met up what were your first thoughts about meeting me after you know talking to me for four or five months i would say i was definitely really nervous um i was excited but i was nervous because um well neither one of us lived in new york so <laughs> the thing i was I think I was most scared about um, just us not clicking when we met in person because then I was like, oh, um, where are we going to like, where are we going to stay if we just end up not liking each other, you know, when we meet? Um, that was in the back of my mind. But, um, you know, I was excited to see you. Um, I was super nervous. And I remember I took a bus up to New York and the bus got really delayed, I think the tire popped um they had to like wait for a new tire and i ended up coming into new york almost three or four hours late um and i had expected to you know go to um my hotel get ready put on some makeup before i saw you but uh we ended up seeing each other as soon as i got off the bus and so I was super nervous because I was wearing, you know, bum clothes and I had no makeup on. My hair was up and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be ugly the first time he ever sees me. It's so funny you say that because, you know, I was feeling the same exact way because <laughs> my bus also, also delayed quite a bit by the traffic. So I think we arrived in New York around the same time. You know, I think it was around seven o'clock. It's so vivid to me. Like it literally <laughs> seems like it was yesterday, but it's almost been two years. Um, so I remember like, you know, coming off the bus and texting you, be like, Hey, I'm right here. And you're like, Oh, I'm right here. I'm like, Oh, that's only like a block away. I was so nervous. But then when I saw you, it was like, Oh, okay. Like, what was I nervous about? You know, I was just like, it felt like we had been talking for ages. And I think that helped quite a lot. Just having, you know, talked before we made the trip out there because yeah, I think we connected on so many levels. So the physical aspect was just like, Oh, okay. This seems natural. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, ran into a coffee shop bathroom <laughs> uh, I was like oh yeah I'm on the way I'll meet you on the street but I actually went into the bathroom because I was like maybe I'll have time to change uh, but I ended up not having any time to change and yeah after we met I I didn't know what I was worried about you know because um it felt so natural it felt like I'd already known you for so long and I mean I had known you for so long we'd been talking for a long time um you were exactly who I thought you would be. So it was really nice.
Exactly. Yeah. And I think like same, you know, same with you. It was like when I saw you and I met you and I talked to you in person, it was like, oh, it's the same old agreement I've been talking for the for the past five, six months. Yeah, and it was like, um, you know, I was wondering what I was worried about. Um, yeah, it was almost like all my worries went away when I first saw you. And then after that moment, I was like, oh, maybe I can do long distance. You know, I never had that doubt again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so since New York, you know, I came to visit you in D.C. after New York. Um, I actually, you know, one of the, my highlights for that trip was I had always wanted to go to New York for Times Square and I was in line. But then I'm like, honestly, let me surprise her for New Year's. So I took the bus down to D.C. and surprised you for New Year's Eve. Um, so you owe me a trip to Times Square on New Year's Eve, babe. yeah um maybe maybe for Mm Plans that we, you know, our first trip, like official trip together was supposed to be to Seattle in March. But obviously March 17th is when everything, you know, the world pretty much shut down. Um, with Seattle being hit the hardest at the beginning of the COVID pandemic. And we had to cancel that
they would let you know if the border was closed or open the next month. Um, yeah, that was definitely hard because even once, you know, tr once people started traveling again, um, we still couldn't see each other because that land border was closed. Um, and it was really hard to plan around it because there wasn't a date that the border was set to be open. You know, everything was so up in the air and um, so indefinite. So, um, yeah, that was definitely a really tough time. Um, sometimes I think back on, you know, I don't know how we got through it. Yeah, exactly. But we And did. exactly. No, that's definitely the hardest part because we went from having all these plans to not see each other for a long time. But even then, like, I feel like that's where we really shine because even with the uncertainty, you know, I came to see you in July and then you came to see me in December. So it was like, you know, even through all the adversity, we still managed to see each other. We still managed to take time, you know, we and it was for a long time. Like I came down there for three weeks. You came up here, here for five weeks, you know, within Yeah. 2020. So I felt like, you know, that's when it was like, okay, like we both obviously mean a lot to each other. And the, Yeah. the fact that, you know, we're traveling in a pandemic to see each other obviously you know we you know we love each other Yeah, yeah, and um I think it helped that we also tried to plan some special virtual dates. you know, for the times where we couldn't see each other, couldn't come visit each other. Um, we did that one Olive Garden date where we both went to Olive Garden and we ordered food and um, we FaceTimed each other and ate the food together. So that was cute. And um, we played a lot of games online just like everyone else. So I think that definitely helped, um, you know, keep things, it helped, it gave me something to kind of look forward to. So that was really nice. Yeah, you're right. The you know, our, I guess we haven't played this in a while, but that's because I guess we've seen each other a lot in the last little bit. But our favorite go-to game for the longest time was Catan. I remember Oh playing yeah. Catan every day. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, you know, it gave us something to do. Um, Cause we do, we did FaceTime every night and we still do FaceTime every night, but um, you know, Sometimes, you know, playing games or watching movies together. Um, we watch The Mentalist a lot. Uh, just, you know, doing that extra, you know, thing together. It kind of made it feel like we were on a date and we were, you know, doing activities together like we would have if we lived in the same place. So that was really nice. And I think that really helped um, Exactly. us Yep. get through this long distance. <laughs> Absolutely. And like the at that at that point, I was still living in Saskatchewan. So, you know, the distance was really, really far. And with obviously, Oh, yeah. you know, everything being closed off, those, you know, Catan nights, movie night, mentalist nights, or even though, you know, when Among Us was very big, we played that a, a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, those definitely brought us closer because it's like, you know, it's a lot of because not everyone obviously does it right. Like, People <laughs> yeah. in a non non long distance relationships, they're not going to go through that. They're going to do things in person, obviously. Yeah. But for us, it was that extra bond where it's like, okay, we need, you know, we're going to do this because that's what we both want to do. We set aside time, even within our busy lives, right? Right? Like, you had so much going on at the time, and that for me, getting ready, you know, to move and transfer, just things were really busy. But we still made sure we had time for each other 
pretty much every day. Yep. Yeah, every single day. So, you know, that was really nice. Um, and yeah, I mean, even now, um, with the border being open, it's still a little hard. I mean, um, one thing that I didn't really consider when get going into a long distance relationship was just how expensive it can get, you know, just to come see each other. Um, we have to buy our ticket. And now with COVID, we have to each do two PCR tests, you know, and so even if now we can see each other a little more frequently, we have to kind of pick and choose our moments because uh, we have to be willing to drop hundreds, you know, to come see each other. Yep, exactly. And, you know, so with the move from Saskatchewan to Ottawa for me, it helped us bring a lot closer. And since then, you know, we've seen each other a lot more, but you're absolutely right that it's been pricier. But honestly, like, you know, and this is something that we actually talked about the other day where with family, you know, in regards to family and stuff, like, and obviously I consider you family and, you know, I the money wise is really secondary. Uh, I know like, you know, obviously you need to look after finances, you know, your short-term, long-term financial goals, but at the same time, like, you know, family is family for me and you, I know for you too, means a lot to each of us. Yeah. So seeing, you know, w whether we're dropping hundreds or thousands to see each other, I think for both of us, I would say it's a hundred percent worth it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely worth it, but um, it is something that um, I hadn't expected, you know, going into the relationship. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's actually a really big factor and we're fortunate enough to be able to do it, but like not everyone can do it. So um, we also have to count our blessings there. That's a really good point. Uh, obviously mm -hmm. not everyone, you know, not everyone, especially with COVID, you know, COVID times, not everyone has jobs or not everyone can it's especially long distance relationships where they're in like two parts of the world where it's like us oh, and yeah. Nepal or canada and nepal you know or like australia canada whatever it is it's tough and you can't obviously oh, do yeah. it as often as we have and we're you're absolutely right we're so blessed to be able to do it so often oh yeah i mean um i think another thing that really got me through just not being able to see you i think we didn't see each other for almost eight months was it eight months? Yeah. Um, we didn't see each other for eight months. And one thing that got me through it was um, you actually showed me that Reddit group. And it was a group full of um, long distance couples, you know, and I would kind of read through it whenever I was feeling down. There would be couples who are way further than we are. And, you know, it would kind of help me because I'd be like, you know, they've seen each other once every three years and they're still going strong. Um, and, you know, I was able to find a group of people who I could relate to and, you know, who are kind of going through the same thing as me. And that really helped because, um, you know, just in my day-to-day -day life with the people I knew, everyone I knew, like they live near their boyfriend or girlfriend and they're able to see them all the time. Um, and so I felt like I didn't have any examples in my everyday life. So it was nice to have, um, you know, a group and a community where people were going through what we were going through and, you know, they were thriving and not every couple lasted badly, but, um, you know, it was nice to have that community. 
Yep, absolutely. And that's what I love Reddit for because there's a subreddit for literally anything. Um, so now that we've kind of talked about our, you know, our last couple of years, I really want to, like, I want listeners to, like, you know, get something from um, our podcast. So, Agrima, so what do you think has been the best part of our relationship with the long distance? Um, I think uh, with the long distance, I would say, um, I mean, you know, it's definitely been a tough journey, but I think it almost made us stronger to be long distance, especially during that those eight months where we couldn't see each other because, um, I mean, either one of us could have quit either, you know, whenever it got rough. We could have easily quit and broken up, but we didn't. And that's because, you know, I knew that I wanted to be with you forever and, you know, vice versa. And we really fought to, you know, keep going. And we helped each other and we encouraged each other when one person was down. And I think, you know, we built a really solid friendship in those eight months. And, you know, we put in a lot of effort. I absolutely agree with you because one of the biggest things to come out of the long distance relationship is overcoming adversity. And obviously exactly. not every couple can say that it's because mm -hmm. the adversity that we face, you know, the uncertainty with COVID, especially with COVID, I'm sure if COVID had never been a thing and things might've been different, you know, for better or for worse, but with COVID and not being, not being able to see each other, it was very tough at times, but the adversity and how we overcame it, you know, overcome it and how it's like, you know, stabilized our relationship. I think it's made us a lot stronger. Um, Cause you know, like first, hypothetically if you were to get a job like your dream job in paris and i were to stay in canada obviously we know we we could do it we we wouldn't have to give up each other for like a dream job yeah. or a dream like you know something like that where some couples yeah. when they get that all of a sudden they're like well i have if i have to pick one i'm with the other right for us i don't yeah. think if we ever faced with something like that we're ever gonna have to come across that because we've already done this we know what to go going forward yeah, exactly. I think it definitely made us stronger as a couple, you know. It was definitely hard, but, I mean, we want to be together, and, you know, distance isn't going to stop us from doing that. So I'd say, like, if anyone is out there, you know, wondering if long distance is for them, I would encourage them to, you know, give it a shot because, you know, it, it could be the best thing that you ever do, right? exactly so with that on the flip side what's been the toughest part of the longest since i would say i mean you know sometimes um it's really hard for me just day to day it's hard for me you know because like sometimes i'll have a tough day at work or you know i'll just not have a good day and like you know all i want to do is just see you and cuddle you but um you're so far away and so just the hardest part is just not seeing you every day. Yeah, I, I definitely um, with you on that because uh, same thing, right? Like if I have a shitty day or the weather is just super cold like today, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> I want to see her, you know, and yeah, obviously that is the hardest part. And with long distance, we knew that going in, you know, that we knew what we were signing up for. But obviously, yeah. just because you know something doesn't mean it's not going to, you know, it's not going to affect you. Obviously, it does. And just having that, you know, 
face-to-face interaction and the other part of that is just missing like especially with COVID I know obviously without COVID maybe it would have been different but with COVID we didn't we have missed out on like big events like you know such as my birthday your birthday obviously we haven't celebrated like big time with COVID and the restrictions and all but and we've managed to you know celebrate in other ways whether it's virtual dates or celebrating at a different time when we do see each other face-to-face But definitely missing the milestone, I think, you know, that's definitely one of the harder aspects of long distance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the milestones are definitely really difficult. Um, but, you know, I mean, one thing that gets me through is just knowing that, you know, we won't be missing milestones forever, right? Like, there's going to eventually come a time where we close the gap and it'll be worth it. So Exactly. And that's a perfect way. Because in the big picture, you know, yes, you're going to be sad, uh, you know, to miss the milestones here and there. But in the larger picture, it's like, well, you know, would I rather have this with you forever or someone else and have it now, you know? And obviously that's a no-brainer because I want to do life with you. Exactly. Me too. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, I don't want to take too much time to talk about us but like i said i want listeners to gain a perspective that they hadn't seen so you know to wrap up the conversation let's give the listeners three pieces of advice that you would give to them if they're considering or if they ever get into a long distance relationship um i would say one is um you know there'll be a lot of people out there discouraging you and you know you'll probably have doubts yourself about long distance relationships but i mean you won't really know unless you try it right so i would say give it a shot um you never know you know this could it could work out for you 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 could be that small percentage of people who can make you know a long distance relationship work out and like if you think this person's really worth it then you know you owe it to yourself and you owe it to this person to take that chance and just go for it. Um, I think, you know, if I could, I would go back in time and tell myself that too. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of, when you hear long distance relationships, you just automatically, you know, you assume, oh, it's going to be hard. It's not going to work out, you know. So don't listen to that. Just go for it. That'd be my first advice. Um, do you have the second advice? Um, yeah. So number two, honestly, like we talked about earlier, just plan fun things virtually i know that sounds really cheesy and corny but honestly those are things that really got me in agreement you know through the covid pandemic with the border restrictions like i know sometimes it's really hard like we said it's if you live on different parts of the world and time zones are completely different it's really hard to do but there are still things that you can plan you know whether it's like say you can always order something for them to receive like i remember yeah for agreement's birthday i ordered so many like little things the day or you know just gifts that random gifts for her or like even ordering food i think that's one thing we haven't really talked about is we ordered food for each other all the time you know like if i noticed agreement was having a bad day bubble tea or you know like cake or donuts or whatever it was like i think those little things really add up and they really help yeah definitely um yeah i think some of my favorite dates that we've had are when we ordered each other food and then we sat down and ate that, um, and you know we, you know, watch Netflix using Netflix party or something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
just keep it interesting. I mean, there's so many resources out there. I think we even did uh, an escape room together virtually, and that was a lot of fun. Um, so there's a lot of resources out there, and you know, just Google things, do things together, watch movies together. Um, you know, it'll it definitely helps. It really does help um, make you feel closer to the person that you're with. Exactly. And one of my last piece of advice is really, you know, for me, I felt like ever since the beginning, Agrima is what I wanted. And I knew it was long distance going to it, but it was something that just felt natural and right. So I never gave up on it. And obviously it's not for it's not for everyone. It is very tough. But I think when, like, you know, when it feels natural, when you think the other person's a perfect fit for you, I think you got to fight for that because life is short. You know, life is precious. You got to you got to give, you got to take what's given to you. And for me, it was a perfect time because, you know, agreement was pretty much what I was looking for in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And, and so... if you see a cute boy on Instagram, just slide into his DMs. <laughs> that would be my last advice. <laughs> exactly. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Shoot your shot. You never know. Yeah, but it is, you know, it is tough. But like we said, any relationship is tough. There's there's always going to be ups and downs. There's always going to be adversity. But you know what? When you when you look at the big picture and you're happy with the person you're with, I think in the end, it makes it 100% worth it. Yep, I agree. 100% worth it. I'm glad we're on the same page, babe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's important. <laughs> Well, with that, that um, you know, that marks the conversation with Agrima. Um, it was a short but really sweet, really sweet um episode that we had today. Agrima, I think you did a pretty good job of filling in for Andreas, but I don't think you. don't do too well because I want Andreas back for my podcast. <laughs> I want Andreas back too. <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> but I'm always here to fill in if you guys need me. Perfect. So uh, before you, you know, before you leave the podcast, what's one thing that you're looking forward to for the upcoming week? For this upcoming week, um, I, well, you know, I was away for about six weeks. Um, I went to Nepal to see my grandparents and my family there. And so um, I'm looking forward to catching up with some friends this week. Um I have plans to maybe go see a movie and get dinner. Uh, I haven't seen my friends in a while, so I'm excited that um, I'll be able to see them and hang out with them and catch up. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun time. Um, as yes. for myself, I'm back in Ottawa. I'm looking forward to just getting you back home again. The house is still pretty empty. I've been slowly <laughs> gathering stuff, but it is snowing. So the next thing on my list that I need to buy is a snow shovel because the driveway is packed. Although I don't have a car, I don't really need to shovel it, but it just looks better when it's <laughs> shoveled. But I also have an upcoming uh, surprise that I'm planning. I'm not going to say it on Ooh. episode right now in case, um, you know, somebody listens or some people listen. <laughs> but there is a surprise, but I will reveal it next weekend. So it's it's only a week away. Looking forward to that. Um, and I think that's going to be a good surprise. I know Andres is listening to this and he's like, I know what it is because I, I told him before we I recorded this <laughs> episode, but I think it should be a good time. 
Yeah, it'll be great. I can't wait. Well, with that, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Um, you can reach out to us at the Two Average Brambos podcast on Instagram or Twitter. You know, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or crybaby stuff, just shoot us a DM. Uh, let us know your thoughts, whether you want to talk about previous week's episode, which was dogs and cats or and pets, or this week's, which is really long distance. If you want any advice, you know, shoot me a message. Um, shoot agree on a message Andreas not so much because he's not in a long distance relationship but you know what maybe he'd be happy to talk to you about it always find us on Instagram Twitter and talk to us if you want to be on a future podcast let us know if you want to fill in you know if Andreas is ever busy or sick or anything or myself included you know we had to be out of commission for a week or so and you want to fill in as a guest let us know we'd be so happy to have you on um, once again, everyone, thank you so much for filling in and thank you for having an amazing conversation with me. Thank you for inviting me on your podcast again. You got it. <laughs> Bye. See ya.